Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. Father, for this morning. Thank you for today. Thank you that your will for our lives will come to pass. And no plan of the enemy against us will come to pass. In the name of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth. We thank you and we give you praise. Amen. Let's take our seats. The song we sing before the preaching is a confessional song. It's a confessional song, and I like you to participate in the song. That's not a time for you to be absent-minded, and um, you are telling yourself, you see, you are telling yourself that something good is coming your way. Jesus came here on earth. One day he was ministering, moving from place to place, doing good, and many people were with him who had issues. They were with him who had issues. They were with him who had problems. They needed answers. But as he was moving, 
he stopped on the way and said no today somebody has received a special blessing he said he said somebody has received a special blessing they were all surprised and they said what all of us are here why are you saying somebody has received I said, somebody touched me somebody touched me you see and they were all surprised because many people were touching Jesus because it was, a, it was a strong crowd. Many people were touching him. But he asked, who touched me? You know, so in the crowd, you can touch Jesus. You alone can touch Jesus. And a crowd can also gather before God. And only one person can receive from God. So when you come to church, tell yourself that I am that one person who came to receive. That means that anything that happens in the church, you are involved what they are singing a song when they are doing praises when they, you are involved because you came so that you receive a blessing are you here with me so today may you be that one in the name of Jesus but um, it's wonderful to be in church powerful wonderful praise and worship you know premiership has started that's English, English football has started and as I, was, as I was watching some yesterday, I saw old men and old women, whites, as white as whatever, and as black as whatever you want to say, depending on where you are coming from. They had removed their shirts and they were shouting. They were shouting. They didn't mind. They were on international television. Every, all over the world, with big stomachs, especially that one, those are the ones you normally notice. Big stomachs. And, things, and I said to myself that these same people here, if you bring them to church and say they should shout, they, should, they will not do it. They will not they say, what is it that we are shouting? Are we children? Are we this? But when they are, when they are doing something that they, have, they, are, they are passionate about, that when you see them shouting, do you get it? So don't let anybody, let your praise remain here. Let your praise go higher. Yes. And Nobody should tell them I'm too old to be doing that. Do you know how old I am? Don't say I'm too old to be doing that. That's why you are too old. That's why you are becoming old. You know. Do you see? So when it comes to serving the Lord, praising God, put everything aside and praise the Lord. How, why did you think that somebody saw that David was almost naked? If David was just walking and just, do you think he would be almost naked? He was dancing crazily crazily that's why he was almost naked his wife said ah the man of God you are making yourself like this in the front of the people you are what do you mean as the next nearest person what do you mean have you been thinking as have you been thinking like that what do you mean and those of you who don't go to the gym this is an opportunity for you the only problem is that wearing a mask and doing this is that you can't breathe. <laughs> That's the only problem, but still we are forcing. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Mark chapter 5, 1 to 20. Demons and how to deal with them. And I've encouraged you to get this book. But I will finish preaching this message. You should have finished reading this book yourself taking notes and taking paying attention to the scriptures and the explanations in the scriptures for your spirituality and for your growth amen mark 
one following. That this is our main scripture we are using, even though we're using many other scriptures as well. So Mark he said, and they came over onto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately they met him out of the tombs, a man that a man with an unclean spirit. A man with an unclean spirit who had his dwellings among the tombs and no man could bind him. No, not with chains. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, always, day and night, always, day and night or night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have you to do with thee? What have I to do with thee? Said, what have you to do with us? What have I to do with thee? Jesus, thou son of the most high God, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not, bold demon. For he said unto him, Come out! Today, every evil spirit in your life is coming out in Jesus' name. Come out! <laughs> of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirit went out. And entered into the swine. And the head ran violently down a steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000. <laughs> and we choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. They went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus. Are you reading your Bible? Are you with me? And they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had a legion and sitting and clothed, possessed with the devil, had a legion, sitting and clothed. And in his right mind, and they were afraid. 
So one of the ways you can look for demonic possession is whether the person is in his right mind or not. Whether the person is in right mind. Some people, the way their behavior makes them look like they are mad. They have not removed their clothes. Their hair has not become that uh, way. How do you describe it? Rasta, not the rasta, but the hair that they carry. And all those things. But they are not in their right mind. They are not in their right mind. So demonic possession can express itself in you, in the way you think and you behave. And, they were, and so there are so many people who are not in their right minds. <laughs> there are so many people who are possessed. <laughs> and they were afraid. Verse, and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. He shouldn't come and spoil their business. And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord had done for thee. This is evangelism. Tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and had, had compassion on thee. And he departed and began to publish in the Capolis how great things Jesus has done for him and all men did what marvel. Are you publishing in your Decapolis how great things the Lord has done for you? Are you is anyone hearing you? Is anyone hearing about the great and wonderful things God has done in your life? Amen. And also, if you read, Bible says they came and they told Jesus that please, don't come and spoil our business. Come one day, you've killed how many swine? Two thousand. One day, two thousand. If you stay with us for one month, what is going to happen to us? We all we lose all our business. So please take your gospel, and we like it. This man was mad, but take your gospel and go away from us. So you see that people sometimes don't think about the way people are being blessed. They only think about them, themselves, their business, what they will gain from what is happening. You know, so we also have to see that the presence of Christ naturally brings enemies. Enemies that you don't know how they come. One day I was preaching where we're in Cornerstone and we saw a car that has come to park with some four macho men. One of these wonderful cars. Remember, Jake? come with four macho men. They were parked there for a long time. After the service, they were still there. So I think they became suspicious. So they started walking towards them and they left. But later we got to know that one of them was, uh, I think one of these guys in town, his girlfriend had come to town. I mean, one of the few times that somebody came to park 
those days the new car that I can was M class and Benz M class. It had come big one. She came to park in the church. I mean, she's been with us, and she came to park the car in the church. So I think he noticed where the girl has been going, and how these days the girl has not been picking his course. And the girl was changing. So he wanted to see whether the girl has got a new friend or whatever. So he came to park there to see who has been influencing this girl that now after taking my car, she doesn't pick my calls. It wasn't that they had this you know, macho guy sitting in the car. But when Jake also went with his macho, they said there's macho and there's macho. <laughs> Jake's was macho. <laughs> They took off. But you see that even though the person has been delivered from something bad, somebody is not happy. Because you are also spoiling something that the person will gain. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that is how it is. It's always like that. So I don't know why you have enemies. You don't know why you have enemies. But they come. Hallelujah. Now when you finish this scripture, last week we established three things that we can see from all these words that we read. And the first one we establish is that, number one, what demons would like to do to you if they had the chance? Do you remember? If demons have the chance, and we use the story of Job, Job, uh, the, the devil told God that, you have re- put a hedge about Job, that's why I can't. But if only you remove the hedge, you will see. And when God removed the hedge, we saw what the devil did to Job. So if the devil gets you, he will not leave you at all. You get it. This is what the devil will do. So make sure you hide yourself in Christ. The next one we saw is that demons, we saw what demons are doing to people, albeit in a gradual way. What demons are doing to people, albeit in a gradual way. So demons are actually at work in so many people. But the thing can be so gradual that you don't see. But but I realize the person has taken off. That's how people commit suicide. Say, oh, he was with us. We didn't know what happened. He didn't give show any signs of depression, whatever. He just or she just went and killed himself or herself. You see, it it didn't just happen. It started gradually. So demonic things start gradually. That's why as soon as you see it. You have to stop it. Don't let it go on. And we'll see how to stop it, if the Lord wills. The final, it also shows that the final state of a person in whom demons have had full expression. In whom demons have had what? Full expression. Some people, they are walking around full of, they are walking around with some amount of demons. But it has not been fully expressed. You see, it's only waiting, just a matter of time. <laughs> just a matter of time. Do you get it? So, this is how demons, and this is what uh, the scripture we read is showing us. So, we are dealing with demons, and how we are dealing with demons. So, let's turn our Bible now to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Because we're going to see certain kinds of operations of demons. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. It says, for we what? Wrestle. For we what? Wrestle 
not against flesh and blood, but against what? Against what? Oh, against what? Against, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. So you see, the things we are fighting against, that's demons. They are what? They are principalities. They are powers. They are powers. And then they are the rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we'll come back to this. But of course, let, let's see what we are going to dwell upon today is the rulers of darkness. You get it? We're going to emphasize on the darkness, which is the home. If I say the home, the atmosphere that makes it conducive for demons to operate. The atmosphere. Darkness is not the darkness you see when you put, when we talk about they operate in darkness. It's not the darkness you see when you put off your light. You get it? Even though it starts also to tell you something that when there's darkness, you don't see a lot of things. You get it? So it also shows you something. But this darkness is a form of operating a condition that makes it possible for demons to operate. Do you get it? Now, one of the greatest mistakes you ever make in your life as a Christian and as a human being, the other day I visited a friend and his friend, I mean, when I, anytime I go, they like asking me a lot of questions. Anytime, when I'm going, I prepare because I know I have to get scriptures, I have to get that. I mean, the other day he, he even had an argument when he bought me a book. He bought me a book that I should go and read about the Jews. So that next time we'll, we'll talk about that one too. <laughs> homework. My homework was a big book like that. That I should go and read. Then we'll talk about it again. But the other day one of his friends came around. And we were talking. He asked me, so do I believe in demons? And he started talking about something that has happened to him in his hometown. That somebody, I mean, asked, among other questions, that somebody has come to tell him about something, something, something. This very highly educated person and was asking me. So we spoke. We spoke. So darkness, you see, I said the greatest mistake you make is to, is to allow the devil to make you think that the devil doesn't exist. If the devil can make you think like that, he has, he has you. Do you get it? An enemy who makes you think that he or she is not around. And actually, that's how the devil operates. That's what we refer to as being in darkness. He, he puts you in the dark. We say, I, so when you are talking about it, you say, I have been in the dark all this while. What does it mean? You know, the person is walking day, it's in a, it's in a, walking in the scorching, I say, I have been in the dark. For all this while, what does it mean? There's something that is being done, hidden, at my blind side, 
that I have not seen. And that's how demons like to operate. That is why demons makes you to think that the only way you can see demonic expression is when somebody shouts, eh! or when somebody rolls on the ground, on the floor. That's the only way you can say somebody is possessed, has demons, and the demon is living. Or the only way you can see you can see that somebody has demons is when somebody's face is black. So when we're having drama, the film stars are having drama. Every time they want to portray the devil, you see, they add charcoal to their blackness to look blacker. That is demon. The only way you can see demon. See, so if two people are walking, want to really you see what, which one of them is a demon? You, you want to see which one of them is a demon? Just look for the odd thing. Maybe the person's skirt is tighter than the other one. So that is the demon. Do you get it? So the devil makes us to think in that way. But I'm telling you, demons... There are people who can be wearing ties, bow tie. There are people with permit. There are people working in high places. There are people who came to church with big cars. The next person sitting next to you would dress like whatever. You'd be shocked. How many? There are legions, legions of demons in them. So demons... They operate in darkness. So if this is what can serve you, let it serve you. That's when you go to some of the places, they have nice places, nice houses, nice buildings, but full of demons. So don't, be, don't make a mistake. You get it. Don't make a sense. The demon is that girl who came to church and maybe looked something else. I get what I'm saying. Don't make that. I don't want to make any examples, so... Don't make, me, don't make that mistake. Now, John 1, 5. Because demons like darkness. Are you here with me? Say amen. Because demons operate in darkness, their activities are greatly reduced when there is light. When there is light. And the light I'm also talking about is not this light. Even though when you are in a dark place and you want to find your way and light comes, it gives you a way. It shows you the way. But this light is also a light that brings knowledge and understanding. So as John chapter 1 verse 5 says that, And the light shineth in darkness. The light does what? Shineth in darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend it or darkness comprehended it not the light shine in darkness and darkness cannot so demons like darkness things that are done in secrecy and they hate lights because the only way demonic activities can be destroyed is when there is light and where there is light when there's light and where there is light. Amen. And where is light? And what is the light? Where is light? 
And what is the light? The light is the word of God. The light is the word of God. So when you expose yourself constantly to the word of God, and the word is coming to you with power, with anointing, with life, and with spirit, demons cannot stay in you. Because light itself, the light itself, darkness cannot comprehend. Darkness cannot. That is why you need to constantly expose yourself to active word, living word, anointed words. Hallelujah. Constantly. Come to church. Some of you are sitting in church and the word is being preached with the spirit, with anointing. What is happening is that light is coming. And where light is, demons cannot operate. What is counseling? Counseling is you have a demonic attack. Because every problem has some origin. And then you go for counseling. They tell you, they give you lights. The word of God says. What, so when, you, when the light comes, you have a conflict in your marriage, in your life. And you go and they use the word. Some day, some, when somebody came for counseling. When they quoted the Bible, they said, I don't want you to quote the Bible. I want you to say, the person meant that, say the, say the reality. <laughs> I don't know what can be more real than the Bible. Say the reality. When they say Bible says, Bible says. You see, the Bible is the light, that light, that shine it, shine it in darkness. In that, and many of you, as you have been coming to church, eh, Every day, demons leave you. Every day. As you sit here, demons leave you. Because some of you come with certain understanding of certain things. Maybe you have a problem. Maybe, you know, let me even take example, marriage. The devil wants to destroy your marriage. And it starts in a gradual way. Gradual way. So as you come to church... Things that you have thought, oh, these are normal in marriage, or this is normal. And you hear the word and light comes. When the light comes and you open up and the light shines on that dark thought, that dark mind you have. Then, somewhere, somewhere, that dark thought is the demon. So the light takes it away from your life. And then you go home and you are able to flow. You are able to flow. So that is, that's why I say every day demons are... Demons are cast out of you. You don't know. But you want to see that, you see, until you scream, Yay! No demons have left. Do you get it? But demons are constantly living. They like to fight. You see, demons know their strength. And they are fighting against God. So in this book, you see an analogy of how um, people can use conventional warfare, are defeated. Through unconventional ways. Last few months, we saw that um, President Biden had given the American troops in Afghanistan. He's withdrawn them. Said they should all come back home. They've been there for years. 
fighting with all, with all their <coughs> weapons. But they realized they couldn't win the war. Because the enemy they were fighting with was an enemy that was not fighting in a conventional way. They have gone into the dark. Yeah. And they are fighting through terrorism, suicide bombing. I mean, somebody who wants to die. If you have done your AK 47, so you've done your nuclear weapons, or what, the person wants to die. So he doesn't mind, and she doesn't mind taking bomb on him and coming where you are eating, sit down with you, chat with you, and whilst you are chatting, you are smiling, you praise the thing like this. Boom! We are all gone. They ran us and we can't fight them. We have all the weapons, but we can't fight. So they've left. They've left. Russia was there many years. They couldn't win that war and they left. Then America to have gone to see their smoothness level. And they've also left. Now the Taliban is almost taking over the whole of Afghanistan again. I don't know which, which is the next superpower who will go with conventional warfare. Weapons go and fight there. Ghana. So they use unconventional this thing. Are you getting me? So that's a demon's fight too. Darkness. But they've defeated you. I mean, somebody bought a plane. He doesn't mind dying. And he said, I'm going to run this plane to this tower. And you say you have what? Um, fighter bumpers. This waiting in the Atlantic on a, on a ship carrying warship. Stay there with your warship. And that's what many Christians are doing. You know, we are waiting to fight the battles in flesh and in blood. But it's not flesh and blood. That is why 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, it says that, look, for the weapons of our warfare, for the weapons of our warfare are not what? Are not carnal, but they are what? Mighty. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So you see that the weapon to fight this fight of darkness is not carnal. It's not carnal. It's, the, it's a certain light. And that light is the word of God. It's mighty. The word of God. Anointed directions by God. Through the word of God. Mighty. Through God. To pull down strongholds. Don't think that those weapons, look, Bible says that, you see, our weapons, the way they are, they look harmless. One day, a certain king had a certain problem with his mind. Occasionally, some spirit of madness will come on, will come on him. And he'll start behaving in a certain way. He's a very powerful king. So he asked how he could be helped. And do you know what advice they gave to him? They said, we know somebody who can play the harp? He can sing worship songs. He can play music. That when he plays, that spirit will leave you. They didn't say we know a psychiatrist. No. We know somebody. So they brought David. He came with a mighty weapon. And what weapon was that? Music. Gospel music. Mighty weapon. Mighty weapon. 
gospel music. So when, and the king was called Saul. So when Saul is there and the states come and he wants to misbehave, then David will go and be there. I just want to be where you are, dwelling daily in your presence. I don't want to worship from afar. Draw me close to where you are. I want to be where you are. You are the man is misbehaving. You dwelling in your presence. Feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory, in your presence, that's where I always want to be, I just want to be, I just want to be with you. Some of you, when your things come in your marriage. When your things come, you have to put in some <laughs> you have to put in some nice worship song. Don't put in some songs that are meant to send a message. Hmm? Yeah? Eh? When your thing comes and you're, you are in the house, you say, go tell my enemies I am under the rock. Jehovah hides me. It's a nice song, but where you are singing it and when you are singing it. Hey! But this one, David, will play and source madness. And some of you doing the praise and worship, eh? Some madness in your life live. You don't have any idea. That's why I always want to come to the praise and worship time. I don't know about you. It's not about dancing. It's not about shouting. It's about being under a certain anointing. Being under a certain. This, that's all. That's all. So, some of when they do a praise and worship, you only. Ah! Oh, sorry, dear. Someone dear, someone want a care. Many sort of dance Hey, move to the right in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Move to the left in the name of the Lord. Hey, shake your body in it. Hey, someone want a care. That's what you're saying. Someone want to care. Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. As you are doing that, you know someone want. Demons are. Every left you, every left right you take, every left you take, every shaking you shake, every shout you shout, some demons are leaving you. You, you be there. Some demons are leaving you. It's not like some, some youthful people. Who don't know what they are doing and they are just no, this we are saying they are lawyers and doctors and things, they are not small boys who don't know what they are doing. No. It's not like they don't know. No. No. I want my praise to go high. You, you, so you can be there and the demons, and you see, demons when they leave, 
You see, the, the demon said, where should we go to? <laughs> hey, I think it's becoming serious. When they leave that, they are looking for somewhere to go to. So as people are moving to their left, left is here. Okay, you don't worry, I'm looking at you, so your left is here. <laughs> Move to the right like this, and like this, and you are like this. The demons took us. Mm. This attention, man, bad, yeah. We don't have swines here. We don't have, but we have this guy here. We have this guy here. That's why, of course, you know, when you came out, if you're first time, don't worry. You can even sit down. They will never come now your dwelling place. So don't think anything. But if you have been here, you say, they move to the right every day. The only one you want is that, Yehovah, Yehovah, it's beautiful. It's also beautiful. It's also beautiful. It's also beautiful. Beautiful. Amen. Everything is beautiful. But be part of what the Lord is doing. Weapons of our warfare. Weapons. Weapons of our warfare. They are not carnal. They look powerless. But they are mighty, mighty through God. Coming to church like this, you know, some of you, your life would have been differently if you were not for the church you come to. Your life would be very, very different. Today you can't say because you're already in a nice life. But if God should give you a picture of how you would have been, if not for demons that are constantly Expel from your life by the word of God. You would have seen what you have been. But you can't see the power. The power. That's what the Bible says. Not forsaking the assembling of yourself together. There is power in the assembling. There's power in the assembling. So it's a mighty. And what? Through God. That's why demons tremble where the word of God is. They tremble, they tremble. As I'm preaching like this, demons are trembling. And yeah, we are exposing the demons by the word, by light, and they are trembling. Like that. Some of you they have left your they have left you going outside, they are waiting for you. You know why I'm, why I'm saying that? Bible says a devil was cast out from somebody, and the person was okay, but the person didn't fill that place with anything. So when the demon went and he came back, so some of you, the demons cannot enter the church with you. Or even they came with you, but as I'm speaking, they feel the place is too hot. But they're going to stand outside waiting for you. When you go out and you have not accepted the word or carried the word and you go, they will wait for you, but this time they will not come alone. They realize that if they don't take it, they will lose you. So they, they will bring seven more demons. And then what happens to those who go out and then when the person they left is filled, they have to enter somebody. So they, they entered, they left somebody. But the person came and is occupied. So now they are looking for who else is not occupied. Are you the one they will look for? I see you can't say. Are you the one? No. By the time you leave here, make sure you occupy every place 
by the word of God and the spirit of God. Amen. Demons. Let him tell something. Today, I'm, you know, I think I should take my time, isn't it? Let me take my time and talk to you about gentlemen demons. Gentlemen demons and lady demons. I mean, the demons are gentlemen. They are gentlemen and they wear tie and suit. All the demons, you know, see all the testimonies about demons. All the uh, people who have chewed human beings, who have poor people's cars. And, but you don't know there are some demons who are gentlemen. Diplomatic demons. But they are demons. They are demons. Demons have entered. To, and you know one of the ways demons are entering? Because I've been asking God certain questions. Last week I mentioned it slightly. Like let's say if you think about why are you looking at me like that? I say. <laughs> like, like if you if you last week I mentioned small about the temperament that demons look for doors. Demons look for doors. And so sometimes the demon demons can use something if they have opportunity. Anything that is a door, a weakness, they will exploit it. And that's how they Gradually, they are like doors, doors that are opened. Are you getting me? That's why one of the areas you should control is your temperament. Temperament. Because they look like it's nothing. They look like it's nothing, but the devil can use it against you. If you are sanguine, you know the devil knows your weakness. How many of you are sanguine here? You don't even know what a sanguine is. <laughs> yeah. The devil can use you. Sanguines are those cars who are very, very open. They, they, they are extroverts, isn't it? They are very open, easy go people, you know. But they can also not stay in one place without talking. They can't stay quiet for some time alone. They can't, first of all, they can't be alone. And they get their energy. You see, they get their energy, they get life. By talking. What do you think? What do you think is a problem? That's what gives them life and energy. Eh? That's what gives them life and energy. And then <laughs> you realize also that be, they are also very touchy. You know what I'm saying? Some are touchy. So they can easily touch. They may touch without realizing when they touched. Without realizing they have touched. They've been what? Yes. But yes, everybody's temperament has a certain somebody can be an untouching sanguine. So the devil can use it. What it is is that as soon as you see, as soon as you see, know that this thing the devil can use it. You get it. Demons have entered into the system. Yeah. One of the temperament that demons can actually use is the melancholic. Yeah. I heard a story of a woman who was not where, I mean, a devil was cast out of her. Then they asked the devil, how did you enter? How did you enter into her? And she said that, the, I say she, the devil said that, and the woman was, I think, somewhere in Jowulu. And the devil said that, we were, I was passing. I was going somewhere. 
I just passed and I felt that there was somebody here who felt very depressed. Very depre- depressed and felt like dying. Felt like killing herself. So I decided to come to her. When I came to her, I realized that she took my suggestions. Because he, the melancholics are always like, they are what? Introverts. Deep, deep thinkers. Unforgiving. Ah. Unforgiving. Analytical. By themselves. Always feels victimized. Hey, those ones. Oh. Perfection. Okay. So, so how many of you can see yourself what you are saying? Okay. So, say, we're just passing. You, you see, demons, oh, you, you thought I'd be coming here. I say, come here. Get out. No, I'm bringing lights. Bringing lights to you. The light itself will set you free. So he said that we went and we entered. So if you are a melancholic like this, one of the things you need to do is that when you feel, anytime you feel, think the opposite. You see, when you feel that somebody is victimizing you, think the opposite. That the person is not victimized. Just think the opposite. When you feel like what again? And uh, no, you said so many things I've forgotten. The people, people don't like me. Think the opposite. People like me. Didn't opposite. People like me. Because he did many things open doors. So, for instance, if I have a melancholic wife, and uh, how am I talking about all these things? Should I talk about it? If you have a melancholic wife and um, a sanguine or a, a choleric husband, you see, somebody is going to be delivered today. People's. If you have a melancholic wife and sanguine, and the choleric husband, you are always likely, the, the, the wife is always likely to feel, let's say, the man is angry with me. And so you, be, you, de- you develop a certain attitude. And then demons enter and spoil your marriage. What attitude are you likely to make? Because see, most of the time, about 90%, eh, when a choleric is shouting on you, he's not angry. He's not angry. He doesn't realize what he's doing. Or she doesn't even realize what she's doing. He's not angry. In fact, he he probably is even saying that he's just chatting. (laughs) I hear he's chatting. (laughs) When he says he's he's chatting. But the melancholic says, Hey! He doesn't like me. Every day shouting at me. Every day, No! So that that is why when you see him the next time and he smiles, ah, what type of personality is this? <laughs> no, there's nothing like what type of personality is. That is the person. That is normal. Especially the sandwich, they can make you go crazy. If you are melancholic, the sandwich can make you go crazy. Because when you are thinking, you are thinking deep about what has happened. And as you are thinking, the demons who have come in and added to it. And the person rather is laughing, smiling, wakes up in the morning, looks at your face, and he's like, ah, I feel like, maybe if you are the husband, 
I feel like even hitting her. So all these things. My, my, you see that night is coming to your marriage. So if you're a melancholic lady in your marriage, don't let, don't, don't go for counseling. Let the devil be a call. That's all. Just do the opposite. You know why I have God? I had a friend who, was, who, who is a phlegmatic. And he told me that, one day he told me that anything that happens in his life, he asked himself, because he knows me at a certain temperament, which I won't tell you. You too won't tell me, me too, I won't tell yours. We all have our own temperament. He told me that anytime I feel like doing this, anytime I say, I ask myself, what will Isho do? He was referring to what will Isho do? Which means that he realized that with my temperament, I would have approached that thing differently. So he asked, and he told me that for a time, he realized it was working. Because he could say that this thing that he was thinking about, if it was Isho, he'd be laughing. He would even joke with it. Even joke with it. Someone said, somebody, somebody serious matter. You are joking about what should I do? <laughs> what should I do? That, me too, that's my serious matter. My serious matter is a joking, I'm joking. Why do you, you don't think I'm joking? I'm serious. Why do you think I'm joking? I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I am. I mean, I'm talking about. <laughs> so what, I'm, what, what am I saying? I'm, you see, light is coming. Light is coming. So demons, eh, they take advantage of so many things. Sometimes I look at so many people in their marriages, in their life. So I can even look at somebody and know how their marriage is working. I can look at two people and say, mm, this is how their marriage is at home. Mm. <laughs> this is how their marriage is at home. I can look at two people in relationship who are going to get married. I know how it's going to be and how the way demons, if they want to operate, will operate. It's as simple as that. I hear you go home. So demons, let's go back to demons. We are still on demons, isn't it? So let me read my last verse and we'll close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Demons and our weapons are warfare, are powerful. Amen. Our weapons are what? Powerful. And Hebrews 13, 8. Hebrews 13, 8. Demons and how to deal with them. The way to deal with them is to print light. And let's say light is also knowledge. If you are working with somebody, you know how the person is. You, you, your anger level will be reduced by 90%. Because you know the person. You've accepted that this is how it is. And the person doesn't mean that thing you are thinking. The person doesn't mean that thing you are thinking. So that you can even be praising somebody, but the person may think that you are actually angry or annoyed. And you are not. You are not. In fact, it has not even crossed your mind to be annoyed. Maybe your face has changed, but you are not annoyed. Annoyance is not on the face, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ, the same. Everybody say the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. If Jesus Christ cast out devils yesterday, Jesus will cast out devils today too. And Jesus will cast out devils forever. Hallelujah. That means that if you come into contact with Jesus, 
you walk with Jesus the same way he cast out devils. Yesterday, he was just preaching his word and demons were going out of people. Yesterday, is that not also? Yesterday, today is the same as he's preaching the word. As he's preaching the word, demons are going out of people. That is why I believe that if you are listening to these words today, any demon that accompanied you to church that have been operating in your life from today, something has happened to that devil. That devil has left your life. That devil is limiting you and keeping you at places, has left your marriage, left your home, left your business in the name of Jesus. The same yesterday. Yesterday. The same today. If he cast out devils yesterday, he's casting out devils today too. Yeah. Legions are going. Hey. Some of you, the devil has put so many thoughts in your mind. Paul said, seeing the man in his right mind. You are living here in your right mind about yourself in the name of Jesus. Some of you have wrong mind about yourself. It's not even about anybody, about yourself. A wrong mind. That's why it's keeping you where you are. For as a man thinketh, so is he. But today, that mind is changing. In the name of Jesus. Right mind has come into you. And you are changed. Sound mind. Sound mind. Hey! Remind me. Next week. Talk about sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of what? But he has given to us a spirit of what? God has not given us Yes Power, love and a sound mind That's what God has given to us Sound mind And the man in his right May you be May you have a right mind about your marriage today Some of you the devil has put something in your mind About your marriage Up to today No counseling has worked Nothing is working The next thing is divorce But today in the name of Jesus We cast it out in Jesus name Receive that sound mind We thank you father in the name of Jesus Demons tremble at your presence What a mighty God we serve Glory, glory, hallelujah Everything within our Demons are trembling today at the presence The word of God Yeah. 
shine it in the darkness and darkness could not comprehend any at any fighting in the spirit of the enemy against your life because of the lights all those dark clouds around you around your life your business your marriage your health is disappearing in the name of Jesus God there's a power stronger stronger than what is fighting you available for you fighting your mind fighting your mind but you are receiving sound mind today all those negative thoughts that the devil has put in your mind concerning yourself your life, people around you those minds, they are stronghold that are being broken today in the name of Jesus you are living here free you are living here healed in the name of Jesus delivered in Jesus we pray thanksgiving put your hands together for Jesus and let's do the last thing you want to close your eyes everybody you want to close your eyes everybody the greatest deliverance you can ever have is to be delivered from the powers of darkness powers of the world and be birthed into light that means to give your life to Jesus and be born again. So before we close or we sit down, somebody brought you to church or you came on your own, but deep, deep down in your heart, you are not sure you are saved. You are not sure you go to heaven or hell when you die. And you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to come into light. I want to live darkness and know God. So pray for me to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my personal Savior. You are here. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want me to pray for you to give your life to Jesus. Wherever you are, lift your right hand and let me pray for you. Maybe someone invited you, you came on your own. But lift up your right hand, I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Every eye closed, God bless you. God bless you. God, lift up your hand, lift it up so I can God bless you. God bless all of you whose hands are up. I says, Pastor, help. God bless all of you whose hands are up. God bless all of you whose hands are up. Now, if your hand is up, every eye closed, please. If you have every eye closed. If your hand is up, I want you, if you came with a bag, a book, whatever, take your phone, take your bag, and come to me, wherever you are. Come to me. So put your hands together for them as they come. Now, put your hands together for them as they come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Come, come. If you raise your hand, come. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you standing, put your hands together for those of them, those who are coming. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Those of you standing, you can take your seat. God bless you. Put your hands together for them as they come. You raise your hand, just come. Come and receive Jesus. Oh, have you stopped putting your hands together for them? Oh. Church, put your hands together for all these ones who are giving their life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Okay, now I want to make one last announcement a call. Maybe someone invited you and you came. 
you've never been here before and someone invited this is your first time of coming here can you give me a wave this is your, no no apart from those here this is your first time of coming here can you give me a wave give me a wave oh about four five wonderful oh please can you stand to so we can see you can you oh put your hands together for them okay okay so those of you who have also come here for the first time today I'll come where are the catchy stars show them so oh stand keep standing please I need some probably your catchy stars to give, show some catchy please can you take your bibles anything you brought about and come and also join them I want to give you a special welcome as you come to this you will come again so put your hands together for them as they come and somebody assist them to come sometimes walking alone to come here is not easy so if some some people can walk with them and come with them I think they will feel at ease God bless you God bless. put your hands together for them welcome your visitors well okay so for all of you standing here but especially for those who came to give your life to Jesus and the whole church can also join let us all say this together let's close our eyes and say this together I said dear Lord Jesus I thank you for today I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and I confess with my mouth what I believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord Lord Jesus from today you are mine and I am yours thank you for accepting me thank you for forgiving me of all my sins and washing me with your blood thank you in Jesus name Amen God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abed Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984 To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044 You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM Also at Loyalty House International HQ page you can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedovenia. God bless you. Your destiny, your destiny.